everyone. Welcome to Afro Saya, the Afro Latino podcast. V spells T H Sean T H E. The Afro Latina Podcast. <laughs> That's my husband, though. I'm Alex Gutierrez, your host. Thanks for joining me. If this is your first time connecting with Afro Saya Podcast, we're happy to have you here. We are an online media platform. We produce podcast shows like this one and publish journals of news and culture. Afro Saya, the Afro Latino Podcast, is produced in English and in Spanish. Afro Saya also advocates for access to education health, and justice for all. Occasionally, in Afrosaya, you will hear guest speakers who join us to share their personal stories and happiness. Consider joining our exclusive community. Visit afrosaya.com and consider joining our movement because visibility leads to representation and representation leads to inclusion. Today, we have an amazing show. I'll be sharing an awesome conversation with my good friend Amanda Eke, a Nigerian-American artist, poet, filmmaker, educator, author, Fulbrighter scholar, and United Nations award winner. She's currently working on a project titled The Poet Speaks, and she's going to tell us all about this amazing project. But first, what's going on in Sacramento, in the U.S., and of course, in the diaspora? We have the latest update about Cuba, and we will chat a little bit about the Summer Olympic Games. Vámonos! Welcome to AfroSaya. AfroSaya. Sacramento has been in the news, it is hot, and we are seeing more fire and smoke. I mean, New York, Chicago, sorry, no sorry, guys. It is time for the country to see what's going on in the West. It is really dry and it's really hot. I only hope we can start acting more to prevent future fire. There are good intentions from people and corporations, you know, just... Like you, I heard Amazon is doing such and such or Toyota, just to name a few. Um, but those plans look like by 2030 and I think we need to act much sooner. Among other news, in California, we said it before and now it's confirmed, our governor is going on a recall. And this is what I think. My husband and I also talk about it with other friends as well and I agree with him. So this is the thing. Newsom will be up for election next year and everybody knows about it, right? But when a recall is happening a year before a state election, there isn't much we can do other than following the process. If we don't allow the recall to happen, then why do people have that as an option? Even if we will have an election next year, we need to respect the rules of democracy. I know and I'm with you. Too much money. Yes, we're going to pay for this. And I only hope the people understand how the process works. I'm okay with the recall because it is the people's tools to check with elected officials. But we don't know how much money is going to cost us. And during these COVID times, only in America we have this luxury. So let's hope for the best. In the US, the news is all about the Olympic Games. Yes, babes, the Summer Olympic is finally happening. I'm super excited about it. I have my favorite ones, just like you. 
I hope you're supporting those athletes at least by watching their competitions. One of my favorite parts of the Olympic Games is the Parade of Nations during the opening ceremony. This year, and for all these people Googling, why the order was so messed up? It wasn't. It was in the alphabetical order in the Japanese language. As you know, they don't use the A, B, C, D, E, F, G. They use a different system and that's why you got what you got. Get over it. I love it though. I love it. So many countries in my geography knowledge expanded. I don't know how to say those new countries, but I'm going to try it. And here we go. Eswatini, Eritrea, Kiribati, Cook Island, Vanuatu, and of course, Tonga. Did you see the puppy chulo in there? <laughs> I caramba. So I saw all the comments on TikTok. People are funny. And he's having fun, too. I mean, he's recording himself. He's allowing people, like, you know, to make comments uh, about his his body and stuff like that. Because he, I think he, he knows what he has. Así que no me vengas aquí. So it's very, very good. So I think it's a win-win for all. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about women and Afro-Latinos and, of course, Afro-Latinas for a minute, por favor. Okay, women, what's going on with United Arabs? I saw no women alongside the country flag. I also the same thing for all men. I even saw Saudi Arabia. And I know they have so many restrictions for like women's right. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I hope the next Summer Olympics, these countries will bring the representation of their people. Now, Afro-Latinas, yes. I saw Ecuador, El Salvador, Australia. Yes. Black people in front. Yes. Cuba was awesome. And we will and we will come back to that in a bit. Cameroon was amazing with their traditional clothing. I was over the moon with this spray. Now, can we talk for a bit about Simone Biles and her Afro-Latinidad, por favor? <laughs> Guys and girls, when I heard that Simone Biles also holds a dual citizenship in both the U.S. and Belize, I was, yes, she's a black American Latina. Don't get surprised if one day she says, I'm an Afro-Latina, because she can. I mean, she's a... Literally an Afro-Latina, right? She has the, the, the nationality. She has the connection. She can be an Afro-Latina. She may not have the experience of what to be an Afro-Latina, but she can be Afro-Latina. And we talk about it a lot of times. Now, Simone, I love you so much. And I hope you come to Afro-Saya podcast, of course, after Japan. This is a podcast for people like us, citizens of this planet, girl, period. So let me know. Let me know. Okay, finally, Cuba. What's going on in the island? You probably heard that the government of Cuba was restricting people from leaving the island, buying medicine or receiving things from the Cuban and diaspora. And that's not bueno. That's not good. People got upset. I only hope that the people of Cuba and other people see this moment as a moment of strength. Do you see what happened next? The government of Cuba is now allowing people to travel, get medicine, get the internet. So finally, many, many restrictions were lifted. See? The power of people. Now, there are many sources out there that point out that black Cubans are still suffering from COVID. So I'm not going into all the details about them yet. 
but we will have a special episode to talk about Afro-Cubans. We will discuss and learn about our Afro-Latinos brothers and sisters in Cuba. Okay, moving on into a happier place, I cannot wait any longer. I have to share with you my conversation with Amanda Eke. She's a Nigerian-American artist, poet, filmmaker, educator, author, Fulbrighter scholar, and United Nations Award winner. She's going to tell us what The Poet Speaks is about and how you can support her project. Are you ready? We will listen to Saya Music first, and then we will start with our recorded conversation with Amanda Eke. Vámonos! Welcome to Afro Saya. I am with an amazing, amazing person. She is joining us from all the way from East Coast. I introduced you all the bio at the beginning of the episode. And here we are with Amanda. Welcome, Amanda. How's your summer? How's it going? Alejandro, hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Summer's going great. It's hot. So there's that, you know, hot, sticky, humid. So there's that. But I'm enjoying life, enjoying some off time right now. That's fantastic. I hear you're in Pennsylvania. Is that right? Yes. Right now I'm currently in Pennsylvania. I'm basically, you know, babysitting kids. I'm a count yeah. counselor <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm having I'm having I'm having a good time with high school teenagers and stuff like that. So that's where I'm based out of for the summer right now. Yeah, that's fantastic. Welcome to my world in there. <laughs> yeah, teacher world. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> well, I used to live in Pennsylvania, so I know how how summer is in there. And yeah. Oh, my God. Not jealous of it. But here in California right now, it's really hot and it's very dry. So I don't know. Some rain will be good here, too. So Ooh, rain will <laughs> be good. Does. It's dry heat versus humidity. It's such a world of difference. West Coast versus East Coast. It's not even yeah. funny. It yeah. is not. It is not. Well, Amanda, I'm sure our listeners, the audience, they want to know who is Amanda and what do you do for a living? Tell us a little bit about. Yeah. So I my name is Amanda Indrika Eke. I'm a Nigerian American, um, really first generation. I'm from Igbo tribe in Nigeria. Um, basically I'm an artist full-time and I'm an artist, a filmmaker, I'm a poet and I'm an educator. Um, so full-time right now, kind of, I run my own workshop. It's globally, I globally tour with it. It's called the poet speaks. Basically my whole premise behind my workshop, the poet speaks is to engage in the indigenous culture of Igbo tradition. Like I said, I'm Nigerian, engage in Igbo 
oral traditions and teach people all over whatever community wants to learn that and combine it with the contemporary world of spoken word. Um, and for me, that's kind of just the truest art that's truest to myself, because being a Nigerian American, being from Igbo tribe, living in the States, going through school, primary, middle, high school, college, um, you don't get that education, you know, you don't get that education of people telling you about indigenous cultures. People don't tell you about places in Africa, right? Countries in Africa, you know, your own, which is my own roots. And um, being able to teach people that all over uh, is really kind of, it's really near and dear to my heart and um, giving people workshops on that that for me is kind of what my art really is rooted in. And um, I've been so lucky. I've been able to tour with the workshop and giving performances, uh, teaching people about this indigenous culture and how it uh, relates to contemporary poetry, mm-hmm. spoken word today. I've given, I've toured and given it in Trinidad and Tobago. I've toured yeah. and given the workshop in Nepal. I've wow. toured and given it in Malta, you know, and that, that's, um, and I work within, Besides the workshop, I work within the space of indigenous works with film, mm-hmm. indigenous okay. works within uh, photography and uh, all those things. So make yeah. it palatable, make it uh, but make it authentic and show people um, what my culture is and what us, our culture, our yeah. culture is as indigenous peoples. Wow, that is fascinating. That is intriguing. I have so many multiple, many, 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 many questions, but we're going to dig into it. And also it's important to know, um, our audience already know that you're a Fulbrighter and you won also a UN award. So that is, is, you know, that speaks a lot because no one is like, not everybody is a Fulbrighter, right? We know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Tell us, tell us more. No, I, it's, um, it's, again, you look at those things, honestly, it's, it's amazing. Honestly, you know, Mm -hmm. it's really a blessing to be able to spread your work in that type of quote unquote higher education level. So, you know, being given those opportunities with Fulbright, um, with the UN winning award for photography, I took the picture. I won a a photography award with the UN Mm -hmm. during my Fulbright. It's a photo I took in Fulbright. Um, and it was just basically at a migrant camp in okay. uh, Malta, it was people performing hip hop, you know, just being given those opportunities to go into those spaces and share your art. I just amazing, you know, and I'm yeah. just so thankful for it. Yeah, I love that. And also we're going to go into the poet speaks because we know poetry has become part of our community for many years, right? So we, how our communities used to pass history is through oral speaking uh, or through music or through instruments. And what you're doing is is something that now should be going into also like schools and these places of education. So tell us a little bit about the poet speaks and how the workshop works and and also, if you can, what are the challenges that you're facing, especially during COVID-19? I can only imagine. Go for it, sister. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The poet speaks it. Like I said earlier, you know, it's about telling these indigenous narratives. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes the class can go anywhere from a one hour powwow workshop to anywhere to a multi a whole semester's worth of workshops you know and i've been able to do uh kind of both so basically the curriculum kind of just surrounds uh more than anything kind of this idea of introducing that history right what is Igbo oral tradition what are Igbo Mm -hmm. poets what are Igbo narratives being spoken right what is Igbo tradition right so again Igbo is a nigerian um this from a tribe 
tribe in Nigeria, which is where I'm from, telling people about what those traditions look like. What is this oral tradition that's being spit, spout out from generation after generation, right? We're giving mm-hmm. that to students. So it's a history lesson. Then mm-hmm. there's the part of me, me professionally, I do, I do spoken word and poetry. I write professionally. You know, now it's correlating that to the written part, right? How do we write this? How do we manufacture? How do we build, create your own poem, right? right. What I really want to do is when students come to the class, you know, bring to them that history the power behind the history. But most importantly, you know, you see this history as oral tradition, but realize, mm-hmm. you know, we all have a narrative and history from our own set of beliefs, our own, uh, you know, past, you yeah. know, and our own presence, right? That's yeah. really the aim of the workshop, making people realize, you know, it's not just, well, you knowing some people, they don't know where they're from, Alejandro, you know, mm-hmm. some people, they're yeah. not aware of, I don't know where my, uh, some people, they come to the workshop, well, I don't know where my um, past is, you know, I don't know where my mm-hmm. indigenous traditions are, you know what I mean? Like you do, yeah. Amanda, right? But the whole yeah. purpose is it's called the poet speaks. I'm just giving you one conduit through my uh, tradition, uh, my my own unique narrative and story. You mm-hmm. know, most importantly, you know, it's you leave that workshop, whether you're a veteran of spoken word or not a veteran, you know, you're just a beginner. You're leaving with a set of history and a set of tools to be able to speak your own narrative and write your own narrative down. Yeah, that's, that's how awesome. oral traditions, that's how it's shared between us. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a generative thing. You know, it's an exchange between everyone as we come up on that stage and speak. You know, that's like you said, that's how indigenous people, that's how our people that's how we pass down things, right? Mm-hmm. We speak to them. We speak life into them, right? You yeah, speak life into right. everything that you do. And, you know, we trade and we uh, pass mm-hmm. those things down within each other. So that's kind of the purpose of the workshop and how we go about it. Um, and it's not only it's chorale techniques, it's uh, exchange techniques, it's writing techniques. It's uh, how do you write a poem? How do you structure mm-hmm. those things? How do you get that stage presence? Everything. Yeah, it looks like it's a, like a set of tools that, you know, you're giving to them. Like, this is why you should be using it if you want to go ahead with that. I had a quick question on that. So you are doing these workshops for younger, like high school students, or you go all across the board. Like it could be like high school, it could be college, it could be like nonprofit organizations. So where are you basing that uh, workshops? Yeah, thank you so much for asking that. It's it's all across the board. Honestly, we have I have done this workshop with uh, a woman's prison in Trinidad all the way to all the way to a senior citizen home. You know, Mm -hmm. and I've had people raise their hands and say, hey, I have something to say. I have I wrote a poem. I never thought I could do this, but I have something to say. People coming up. Hey, thank you so much. I learned something from this, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's all across the board. And it's again that it's that uh, generative idea of what oral tradition means and what our words can mean right it trans yeah. transfers across generations you know backgrounds all across no matter yeah. what where you're on on that scale you know so it's i've been so lucky to be able to present it to a large range from even preschool kids the oldest nice. participant i've had yeah the oldest yeah. participant i've had i think was about 71 wow yeah all across the board that's fantastic i mean that is fantastic you know everybody is learning and everybody is exposing to to these 
kind of like tools of expression. And, and I, I love that. I really like that. Um, so Amanda, you were saying something about an indigenous uh, narratives from Nigeria. Many people sometimes don't associate the idea of native or indigenous from Africa, right? Because yeah. when we talk about indigenous, we always think about, oh, could be like United States or Canada or even Mexico. And also we associate brown people. And I remember when we talked from the first time, we have that conversation. So I don't if you want to expand a little bit more about on that like what is the reaction when you say people oh indigenous from africa what are the reactions they have yeah you know i think again it's this it's this not knowing you know what i mean i think it's again i think people look at africa as a monolith right i've even said before you know people like oh africa the country right <laughs> not realizing that africa is a whole continent with multiple countries yeah. You know, thousands of languages. It's a very, it's the most racially diverse continent in the world, you know, and people yeah. definitely it's there's so there's that need for people to. And I think there's a there's a need and there's a curiosity for people, curiosity in the right way. Right. Exploring indigenous cultures, because when you present when I present this information to people, it's never to exploit. Right. It's not to exploit African peoples mm -hmm. and the culture that we have, but it's to share. You know what I mean? It's to share that knowledge and make it uh, generative so people can learn more, people can support more um, and people can, you yeah. know, feel feel belonging to, you know, more than just maybe West these Western ways of thinking. So um, the reaction has been so positive, honestly. Um, and I, I, for one, have just appreciated that so much, um, you know, being able to tour in places, even maybe these all kind of all. Uh, places like Asia, you know, when I toured in Nepal, you know, I was so shocked. People came up to me. They're like, oh, Miss Amanda. Oh, yeah. I'm such a fan of Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's mm -hmm. writing. Miss Amanda, I love, you know, I love Angela Davis's writing, you know, and they really it was really, truly, you know, uh, amazing thing to see, you know, people knowing about these um, uh, black feminist writers, even, you know, people know about these African writers, you know, and really uh, they're like, yeah, you know, I applied to my own work. You know, and it's 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 I think it's an amazing thing, you know, and um, it's just the spoken word. It's such a powerful tool to connect people all over, you know. Yeah, I like that. And I think, you know, you're doing something that is uh, connected to you. So I think that's one of the reasons what I really love what you're doing, because sometimes we, you know, see that people will take somebody else's work and, you know, as you say, they will explode and then move on. And I think what you're doing is no, 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 this is my thing. This is my community. This is where I belong. And I'm going to stay with it because I want to transmit to you all of you. And that's what I'm doing with the Afro Latino podcast. I'm trying to like be me and authentic and also like trying to show who I am in many different forms and ways. And I really feel like that's what you're doing. And I can't wait to see where, you know, this is going to take to you. Um, yeah, super excited. You know, Alejandro, I appreciate that so much. I see what you're doing and I think it's phenomenal. I think it's amazing. And I think that word you said, authenticity, it's it's one of those things you really, I find myself, I push for that every day in what I do. And um, you have a lot of backlash, honestly, you know, yeah. anyone listening, you know, there will be backlash against maybe you trying to push this forward because there's so many things pushing against it, you know, so many things pushing yeah. against you know, us black, browns, peoples, indigenous peoples representing our cultures every single day. And um, you know, trying to make it as authentic as possible, you know, without the non-colorist, non-sexist, you know, just a space to truly just be authentic in your uh in your in your traditions. 
you know what I mean? In the most healthy way possible. Yeah, I really like that. I want to go to a final question with you. And this is connected to the Afro-Latino community, but also to the African diaspora. And I want to say African diaspora because I want to connect people maybe in Spain or other countries that are not particularly Spanish speaker in Latin America. How do they can connect with your work or how they can be part of your projects? And what do you want from people to do with uh, with with your projects particularly? Yeah. Yeah, you know, for me, um, connecting with the Afro-Latina dad uh, community and diaspora, more than anything, I think um, connecting with these different diasporas, connecting with my work is just as simple as just participating in it, just as simple as listening to it, you know, just as simple as writing with it, just as simple as um, reading it. You know, there's no it's 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 not as hard as we make it seem to connect (laughs) to connect and uh, respect each other you know what yeah. i mean and yeah bringing just bringing yourself to that table and respecting what uh i have to say i respect yeah. what you have to say you know it's a, it's just an exchange between you know exchange between two hearts that are just trying to be authentic in what they're doing um and connecting with my projects more uh i like i said i do this workshop you know where i'm always currently looking for more places to spread the word and spread this workshop to even more people so you know please do visit my website uh just amanda uh amanda spelled e-k-e amanda eke and um you know just sending me that message you know i work with ngos again i've worked with prisons i've done tours on trinidad going to prisons NGOs, schools, national libraries, you know, anywhere that's possible um, to really spread this work. I'm completely open and available to um, even working with a choir um, Mm -hmm. to present, to help them, uh, you know, find new ways to sing. Yeah. Learning about indigenous traditions, you know, can apply just about anywhere. Um, So, yeah, looking up my artwork and just being present in it. That's really all I ask for anyone that comes to the workshop be present in it and just have an open mind, you know, mm-hmm. come to learn and come ready. That's really okay. the only, only ask that I have for anyone to, so we can uh, make that bond between communities and everything. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, Amanda was giving us the email address. We're going to go back again to that information. Cause I think people will be ready to write yeah. down the email address. Uh, if you have a website, you know, shout it out to that because I know people have to go and find you and bring it to their places. So you got to be in Sacramento one day too. So yes. <laughs> okay. Amanda, tell us where, where do people can find you? Yeah. Okay. So find me on Instagram. I'm a full spelled a at a E K E F U L. So that's my Instagram, Facebook, Amanda Eke, just spelled Amanda, last name Eke. And then uh, my website, my website has all my info for all my film work, my upcoming events. Uh, You can book for the Poet Speaks workshop. Uh, The website is amandaeke.com, spelled A-M-A-N-D-A-E-K-E.com. So those are all the places to find me. And please do, everyone, if you uh, are willing and able, please do come and find this uh, this workshop. Come find me, come in contact, even just to say a simple hello. Greatly appreciated. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And also, we know people are driving sometimes. They don't have time to write down. So we're going to put it in the notes. So yes. everybody, please go to Afrosaya and you're going to find that information from Amanda, who is doing amazing. You're going to find uh, videos of her on, on the pictures that she took on the website. So I got to say that I love it. Uh, your, yeah. You know, your work you've been doing. So it is a very like graphic ideas there that you can see because sometimes we think poet, oh, boring you know but you yeah. do very nicely and you are connecting with an african uh, community and you are bringing back to life the nigerian culture and you know spreading the awareness out there so we're really happy so amanda what's going on for 2022 any challenges Yay. any new projects yeah, you know, 2022, it went by quick, huh? 2021, we're almost done. Ooh. Imagine, yeah, yeah, we're in July. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So I have a couple of things coming up. So my film, um, I made a film just about this subject. It's okay. uh, It took place in Malta. It's called Beedla. Okay. Um, so the film will be uh, playing in Malta this upcoming September. So next okay. month, basically next, next month. month. Yeah, yes, so I have a film release. Uh, it's basically about oral tradition in uh, Malta and how artists on the island are fusing it with hip hop. Okay. So um, be on the lookout for that film. It'll be so how people can can find that video or that film. Yeah, go to my website. Um, website. And on my website, it'll be playing in theaters in Malta. And then uh, we'll be we'll try to stream it looking for any producers to stream it um online and things like that so that's exciting yeah um and what's uh i'm performing and doing some performances all across uh the states for the rest of the summer and then also starting a, a podcast as well yeah <laughs> starting a podcast as do well. we have the do we have the name on radio amanda or still in progress still in progress okay, so we'll okay. see how that goes but it'll be okay. basically based on the poet speaks workshop uh bringing yes. that indigenous culture and bringing a guest to talk in every week um exactly. inspired inspired greatly by alejandro himself oh thank you amanda <laughs> you know what when we when you launch your podcast you have to let me know so then i can tell everyone go find amanda this is the name of the podcast and i'm gonna be your subscriber and your fan number one too so yeah thank you thank you thank you <laughs> then my big news i'm moving to ja well, you know what? I'm moving somewhere soon. So we'll see. Fingers okay. crossed. Okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Don't say anywhere yet. So we have the name in progress and you're moving. Okay, Amanda. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's about, and that's it for me. Uh, looking okay. for more places to bring the poet speaks, but uh, a lot of projects up in the air, film and podcast and a workshop and more indigenous culture to the world. There we okay. go. Fantastic. All right. So remember, go to Afrosaya. We're going to put all the information for Amanda. If you're looking forward to, to, you know, to have her maybe giving a workshop to teachers. Hello, teachers. She is amazing. She's been working all across the board, even kindergarten. So teachers on kindergartens can be really fun to play with words. And, 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 and you know, it's, it's amazing. You can play with many things uh, when it comes to understanding your own personality. So Amanda, I can't thank you enough for being here, for joining me on the podcast. And the next time I'll be on your podcast probably, or you will be with our podcast again and tell us what's the name and where you're moving and all the projects coming out, coming along. So nothing but the best, Amanda, okay? Thank you so much for having me today, Alejandro. I appreciate it so much. All right, wonderful. All right, everyone, stay with Afrosaya because there's always more. Historia. Afrosaya. Conocimiento. Identidad.